Welcome to another bonus short lecture from the History Teachers Talking Podcast, where Tom or I will lecture on big topics in little time. For more information, you can visit us at www.historyteacherstalkingpodcast.com or visit evergreenpodcast.com. Juneteenth, also known as the Freedom Day or Emancipation Day, commemorates the emancipation of enslaved African Americans in the United States. The history of Juneteenth dates back to June 19, 1865, in Galveston, Texas, when Union Army General Gordon Granger arrived in the city and issued General Order No. 3, which proclaimed freedom for all slaves in Texas. During the Civil War, slavery played a significant role in the state of Texas, just as it did in many different southern states. Prior to the outbreak of the war, Texas had a substantial population of enslaved African Americans, and the institution of slavery formed the economic backbone of the region. At the onset of the Civil War in 1861, Texas joined the Confederacy and became a vital supplier of resources, particularly cotton, to the Confederate cause. Slavery was deeply entrenched in Texas society, with large plantations and smaller farms relying on enslaved labor for agricultural production. One of the challenges faced by the Confederacy in Texas was maintaining control over the vast territory and preventing enslaved people from escaping or joining the Union Army. The Union, on the other hand, sought to disrupt the Confederate economy and weaken the institution of slavery. Throughout the war, there were sporadic conflicts and skirmishes in Texas, but large-scale military operations were relatively limited compared to other Confederate states. This allowed slavery to persist in many parts of Texas, largely undisturbed by the direct impact of the war. Still, as the war progressed, the Union blockade tightened, cutting off supply lines and trade. This had adverse effects on the Confederate economy, including in Texas. Many plantations struggled to maintain production levels and faced shortages of essential goods. In addition to economic challenges, the Confederacy faced difficulties in mobilizing troops in Texas due to the ongoing threat of Union incursions. The Union Army occasionally launched raids and expeditions into Texas, seeking to disrupt Confederate operations and liberate enslaved people. The Emancipation Proclamation, issued by President Abraham Lincoln on January 1, 1863, declared the freedom of enslaved people in Confederate territories. However, due to the ongoing civil war and the limited reach of Union control, the proclamation had very little immediate effect in some regions including Texas. The Emancipation Proclamation is one of the most significant documents in American history. The proclamation declared that all enslaved people held in a Confederate territory were to be set free immediately. At the outbreak of the Civil War in 1861, the primary goal of the Union was to preserve the Union itself, not to abolish slavery. However, as the war progressed, President Lincoln recognized the need to address the issue of slavery, to weaken the Confederacy, and to redefine the purpose of the war. Thus, on September 22, 1862, after the Union victory at the Battle of Antietam, President Lincoln issued the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation. It warned the Confederate states that if they did not seize the rebellion and return to the Union by January 1, 1863, their slaves would be declared free. On January 1, 1863, President Lincoln signed the final Emancipation Proclamation, officially declaring the freedom of all enslaved people in the Confederate-held territory. The Emancipation Proclamation had both military and political aims. Militarily, it aimed to weaken the Confederacy by encouraging enslaved individuals to escape and join the Union Army, thus undermining the Southern labor force and economy. Politically, it also transformed the purpose of the war from solely preserving the Union to also seeking to abolish slavery. 
As the proclamation had very immediate effect in many regions, it was not until two and a half years later, on June 19, 1865, that General Granger arrived in Galveston with Union troops and finally delivered the news of the emancipation. General Order No. 3 stated, The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This announcement effectively marked the end of slavery in Texas and is considered a significant moment in African American history. Juneteenth celebrations emerged as formerly enslaved people in Texas began to commemorate their freedom on June 19th each year. These early celebrations included religious services, prayers, feasts, and gatherings where individuals shared their stories and experiences. Over time, Juneteenth spread to other states as African Americans migrated from Texas to different parts of the country. During the Reconstruction era that followed the Civil War, African Americans faced numerous challenges as they sought to exercise their newly acquired rights. The Jim Crow Law era brought segregation, discrimination, and systematic racism, which hindered the full realization of freedom and equality. Despite these obstacles, Juneteenth remained an important day of remembrance and celebration within African American communities. In the 20th century, Juneteenth celebrations experienced a resurgence, particularly during the civil rights movement. The ongoing struggle for racial equality and justice brought increased attention to Juneteenth across the United States. As activists and communities heightened the significance of emancipation and the continued fight against oppression, Juneteenth gained official recognition at the state level starting in 1980, when Texas became the first state to declare it a state holiday. Since then, numerous states have followed suit, recognizing Juneteenth as the day of observance or a state holiday. The movement to make Juneteenth a national holiday gained momentum in recent years, and on June 17, 1921, it was officially declared a federal holiday in the United States. The path to making Juneteenth a federal holiday involved legislative action and public support. First, it was an introduction of legislation. Various bills were actually introduced in the United States Congress over the years with the aim of establishing Juneteenth as a federal holiday. Lawmakers, activists, and community leaders advocated for the recognition of Juneteenth's historical significance. Then came the state recognition. Before becoming a federal holiday, Juneteenth gained recognition at a state level. As mentioned before, many states had already designated Juneteenth as a day of observance and a state holiday. Then came the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act. In 2020, amid nationwide protests against racial injustice and systematic racism, a bill called the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act was introduced into Congress. The bill aimed to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. It received bipartisan support and endorsements from various organizations. Then followed congressional approval. The bill passed unanimously in the U.S. Senate on June 15, 2021. It then moved to the House of Representatives where it also gained broad bipartisan support. On June 17, 2021, President Joe Biden signed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act into law. This made Juneteenth the newest federal holiday in the United States. The law went into effect immediately and the first observance on Juneteenth as a federal holiday took place on June 19, 2021. Hope you guys enjoyed this short lecture. Tom and I will be back next week with a full episode. I hope everyone enjoyed our podcast, and if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com.